Porn is popular, whether you like it or not, whether you personally indulge or choose not to. Many people enjoy watching pornography for a few good reasons, whether that's to satisfy sexual urges in place of an absent partner or purely for entertainment purposes. Some couples even choose to use pornography as foreplay. Porn can be fun and is no longer seen as something that only lonely, single or depraved people do. Both men and women alike indulge and whilst, for the most part, many watch and enjoy porn sensibly, there is unfortunately a darker side. Hardcore porn, unrealistic expectations and addiction. Also, the level of exposure of porn to young people is alarming and worrying. In this episode, I will talk about all the above and throw some light on ethical porn and how it intends to bring a more true and satisfying way to enjoying porn. As always, my language can be colourful in parts, so listener discretion is necessary. no secret that porn is pretty staple in a lot of people's lives. It's entertainment for many and a perversion for some. There is every kind of porn you can imagine available. Basically, if you can think it, someone's filmed it and that in itself is mind-blowing. Gone are the days where porn took the form of a magazine or a tape marked triple X. These days, porn is accessible practically everywhere we go online and more and more social media sites seem to house it Thousands of videos daily. Even sites like BuzzFeed go some way towards normalising it with plenty of pornographic viral videos available on the website. And then there's the rise of ethical porn. Ethical porn sites are allowing people to indulge in a, in a more realistic type of porn. But we're going to talk about that in a moment. I want to talk about some facts first. Did you know around 12% of all web pages are pornographic? That is a lot. When you think about how many web pages there are online, to understand that 12% of all of those are pornographic is a lot. 25% of search engine requests are related to sex and 35% of downloads from the internet are pornographic. I'm not shocked by those figures. Porn is a global industry estimated at around $97 billion. And in 2019, last year alone, the equivalent of nearly 6,650 centuries of porn was consumed on one of the world's largest porn sites. As of October this year, X videos and Pornhub, I'm sure you're familiar with those, they came in the top 10 most visited websites worldwide at number eight and number 10 respectively. That's mad. You know what? I say it's mad, but I'm actually not shocked. Have you been on Pornhub? Have you seen the hours of content that's on that site? I'm not here to comment on the kind of content because that's a whole different discussion, but there's a lot of content, a hell of a lot of content that's updated daily by thousands of people. That just gives you some idea of just how massive Pornhub is. A survey that was conducted here in the UK found that 44% of males that were aged between 11 and 16 who consumed pornography reported that the online stuff that they watch actually gave them ideas about the type of sex that they wanted. That's quite worrying. The teen porn category has topped porn site searches for the last seven or more years and that information comes from Pornhub Analytics. Imagine people are indulging in teen porn more than any other category on Pornhub. As I said there's thousands of videos daily. Like I said that's another conversation I'm not even going there. I'm not even going to go there. The term lesbian was the most searched for porn term on the world's largest free porn site in 2018 and in 2019 which was last year it was Japanese. Another 
fun fact for you. Interestingly, Sunday is the most popular day of the week for viewing porn. Not entirely sure why that is. But what I do find really, really interesting is this notion that only men watch porn. You know, it's like a really archaic view. It also makes me laugh because more and more, or maybe it's just what I see when I'm on social media, but I'm seeing more and more women being open about their sexuality and what they enjoy and what they indulge in and how they do it. And quite often there can be references to porn. It's normalized. When you do come across someone, particularly guys that seem to think women don't watch porn, it amuses me. And another thing that makes me laugh is the guys that get upset when they know that their women watch porn. I don't understand why you think it's okay for you to indulge in porn, but I can't really, whatever. It's all about, I guess, the kind of porn you're watching, how often you're watching it, what you're watching it for, what you're aiming to achieve from watching it. Yeah, and I guess primarily your viewing habits. Anyway, so women watching porn, stats tell us that 70% of men aged between 18 and 24 visit porn sites at least once per month. And the largest consumer group of online porn is actually men aged between 35 and 49. So that's a massive kind of bracket. I'm wondering if that has a lot to do with maybe the fact that when men reach a certain age, they kind of, well, men hit a peak quite early on, don't they? And I'm wondering if the porn can be some kind of substitute. I don't know. You know what? That's a rabbit hole I'm not going down. <laughs> but I do think there might be something to do with that kind of reaching of middle age, why there may be more of an indulgence or why there may be more consumption. That's something I'm going to explore a little bit, I think, and maybe do another podcast on that at a later date. For all you women watching porn naysayers, roughly one third of all internet porn users are actually women. Oh yeah, we make up one whole third. Now, I don't know why it's not 50-50. And actually, you know what? I'd probably be inclined to believe that it's actually closer to 50-50. But again, there's that whole stigma attached, isn't there? That figure is probably a lot higher, but women or a lot of women aren't comfortable with admitting that yet. But yeah, one third, I'm, I'm good with one third because it just illustrates that there is a large percentage of women that do watch porn, enjoy it and are happy to admit it. And yeah, it's pretty much for the same reasons as men, to satisfy those urges, you know, to be able to rub one out, fancy a wank, watch a bit of porn. That's how some people do, man and woman. I think it's important to note that there are a few standout differences between the viewing habits of men and women. I think the main one is that women tend to enjoy watching more same-sex porn than men. So women are more inclined to search for lesbian porn and watch that and enjoy that, as opposed to men searching for and indulging in gay porn. This fact kind of works with the idea that men watch porn to vicariously engage in acts they would most likely never indulging in real life whilst women tend to indulge in the things that perhaps they may like to try although let me just say this is by no means a blanket rule this is just a theory this is just an argument this is just a perspective the bottom line here is surprise fucking surprise women are just as sexual actually no you know what women are actually more sexual than men but again that is another episode i'm not trying to go there on this episode because that's gonna eat out all our time. Let's just say women are more sexual than men. So it really shouldn't come as a surprise to learn that women actively engage in porn too. When it comes to hardcore porn and unrealistic expectations, if we take the argument that we are what we eat and the things that we consume become part of who we are, then perhaps the kind of pornography that we indulge in can have a similar effect, perhaps, maybe, possibly. As mentioned before, the age of exposure to porn is worryingly low and with it being readily accessible online with often only a click to confirm that you're over 18 button standing between a young person and hours of hardcore shit it's no wonder the perception of what's sexy and what constitutes good sex can become blurred for some first of all hardcore porn presents an unrealistic perception of what is attractive especially as far as women and their bodies are concerned 
It is crazy. The fake tits, the Barbie type vulvas, and let's not get started on the ability to squirt bucket loads, take mahoosive, relentlessly pounding cock for hours, as well as be able to hold a spit roast with ease. No, just no. It's unrealistic and it's super problematic, to be honest. I mean, even for guys, hardcore porn can be a problem. Like the expectation to be able to fuck for hours, come on cue, and the most common of all, be in possession of a thick, nine inch plus piece of dick, that's real. Now, whilst it's totally normal for individuals to look at porn for ideas on sex and maybe even gain some sort of sex education, again, I have my theories on that, but for some, porn is a form of sex education. I think it's fair to say healthy sexuality is not found in the extreme. It's not found in violent, unprotected, and I guess manufactured sex that you get in hardcore porn. Hardcore porn itself, has the ability, and I think it does it quite well in a lot of instances, to separate sex from respect, from dignity, from kindness and love. When you watch hardcore porn, these are not the things you think of. You don't think, oh my God, that's such a loving scene. Oh my God, he's been so kind to her pussy. Oh my God, look at the way he's respecting her body. You never think these things. You just think, fucking ill. He's going at it hammer and tongs and she's taking it. Think about it. When you see a hardcore anal scene, like let's be real, nine times out of 10, and I think this is men and women included, you look with one eye open cause you're like, shit, how is she taking all that dick in her ass at that kind of pace, that kind of speed? It looks painful. <laughs> like I'm laughing because I'm just like, that looks painful. Like I could be watching something like that. I guess you have to see what's out there, you know? And I'll be wincing. Like my ass will be quinting. <laughs> Let me tell you. Cause I'm like, no. That that could never ever work for me. And I don't think it could work for many. Anyway, we know that the preparation for these kind of scenes is more than just a little bit of flipping lube slapped on your asshole. That takes a while to get you ready. So that in itself, you know, is creating this, this false sense of what sex is, what it's about and how it should be. Like if you're a young impressionable boy and you're seeing a beautiful, in your eyes, a beautiful woman being pounded to death by dick from the back in her asshole, no matter what they tell you, it's gonna have an effect on your perception. Like you're gonna think maybe in your head, maybe that's what I should be doing until you're taught otherwise. And if you're not being taught otherwise, and if all you're doing is indulging further into hardcore stuff, it's deep. Hardcore porn does not teach what healthy relationships are about. So I do kind of understand when people say that porn is problematic, porn should be banned, porn is not good, but there are some types of porn that I think are actually okay. And even down to the hardcore porn, I think if you're viewing in a healthy way and you're an adult, I think the key is how impressionable your mind is. If you're an adult, you've already formed views, you've already been taught, you already understand how sex and relationships work. And maybe there's a little side of you, again, as an adult, that wants to see a woman being or having sex in the bum. I get it, that might be something that you enjoy watching. It's the taboo, it's things that you haven't done or you might like to do. And from that point of view, I get it. I understand why hardcore porn is so popular. But when you're talking about young people and impressionable minds, then I also see where that's hugely problematic. Another thing to consider about hardcore content is this escalating need to go like one step further and watch something more hardcore than previous. You know what I'm saying? It's like, again, taking the Example of anal. It might start with you watching just a guy having anal sex. You might think, hmm, wonder how it looks. Okay, I've seen the anal. Now I want to see the anal with her tied up. Now I want to see the anal with her restricted. Now I want to see the anal with a, with a gag across her mouth, blindfolded, handcuffed. Now I want to see her take two dicks in the... Do you know what I mean? It's 
going to keep escalating. There is that worry. There is that concern. It's like chasing a high. If you're someone that indulges in drugs, they always say the first hit is never the same. You're always chasing that hit. I think from a psychological perspective, I think it's fair to say that that shit does happen. However, I think it's important to also note that not everybody that consumes porn goes down this road, by the way. I'm just saying, this is like really extreme. And as we all know, we live in society where the bad things are often highlighted outside of the good or, or over the good. I think this kind of need to chase, this kind of chasing the high mentality thing leads, I guess, kind of into addiction. And I think it's important to talk about addiction when you're discussing porn, not because it's a byproduct, but because many believe it is. I don't necessarily think that watching porn or watching copious amounts of porn is going to lead you to addiction. I think there's certain things that have to be in place before one can be considered addicted. And one of those factors is definitely the type of person you are. Personality goes a long way towards addiction. It's the same with drugs, cigarettes, nicotine, whatever, alcohol. You can have two people that go out on a bender, drink till they're stupid. One will wake up the next day and want to drink again. The other will be like, you know what, that's enough. Personality depends on how you are set up. There is definitely a school of thought though that believe that watching porn is addictive and should only be done in private. And whilst I'm inclined to agree with the latter, you know, doing it in private, I think it's important to note that most people, statistically, most people that watch porn are not addicted. Porn addiction, as with any kind of addiction, occurs when an individual can no longer control their impulses to watch porn to the point where it impacts their daily life. You know, you could be going to work and you're sneaking off into the loo to, to watch a porno. You know, you could be in your car before you go home, you've got to watch a quick porn. And I'm not talking about, oh, let's send each other silly little porn videos in WhatsApp groups and have a laugh. No, I'm talking you're actually indulging. You have to have this to function. This is an addiction. Many just watch it for entertainment, as I've said before. In fact, 95% of the adult population that consume porn are not regarded as engaging in problematic use. Worryingly though, the three to five percent of adults that are addicted to porn is set to increase because of the increasing exposure of porn to children and young people. Again, the average age of exposure to porn is roughly 11 years old. That is mad. Think of an 11 year old. Think of the way they absorb everything in the world and then imagine them being sat in front of the computer screen watching hardcore porn. No. This is a problem. Most boys and over half of girls view porn before they hit 18. That is a really worrying fact. Porn should only be consumed by adults, hands down, no question. And you see these sites that have these click if you're over 18 buttons and then you're literally through, they have nothing to check. I'm not into the firewall. You see, you know what? I'm going into a different territory because I don't necessarily believe in having a porn firewall, but I think there needs to be more done to protect young people. It is a problem. It is arguable that early exposure to porn links directly to increased use as an adult and also increases the risk of potential addiction. You can see perfectly how that would make sense. Moving away from, I guess, what is seen as the more hardcore porn, ethical porn. Okay, so I've just outlined a lot of things, a lot of issues with mainstream porn, although not all is bad, as I've said, but because of some of the obvious issues, the demand for ethical porn has been steadily increasing. Now, I don't know if you've heard of ethical porn. I've spoken about it quite a bit. I've mentioned it a few times in various spaces. It's definitely gaining momentum. In a nutshell, ethical porn, sometimes called feminist porn or fair trade porn. It's basically pornography that's made consensually. It treats performers with respect, everybody, all performers. And it basically pays performers and filmmakers fairly for their work. Because as we know, in the mainstream porn industry, there's a lot of racism, 
a lot of sexism, a lot of bullshit. So women generally get paid less. Black people generally get paid less. You know, a white man will always be paid more uh, and a white woman will always be paid more than a black woman, regardless of what they do and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of kind of politics. Ethical porn aims to kind of stamp all that shit out. It aims to pay everyone fairly. There's a mutual understanding among, among everybody on the set. Everyone knows and feels comfortable with what's happening. It basically validates the needs, boundaries and curiosities of the performer. So everything is about the performer. Everything is about comfortability. Everything is about, okay, we're going to create something sexy here. We're going to create something that people can indulge in, people can wank to, people can watch and enjoy as a couple on their own, whatever they're doing. But we're going to do it in a way where everybody feels comfortable. Everyone's treated fairly. No one feels like shit at the end of it. Ethical porn also tends to show more realistic depictions of sex. So you will see more diverse bodies. So you won't necessarily see these model type chicks. You won't see the size triple F boobs with a size 22 inch waist and perfect pins, perfect arse, big blown up lips. No, you ain't gonna see none of that really. I mean, you might see a big arse, you might see big tits, you might see big lips, but you won't get that fakery or you're less likely to get that fakery that comes with mainstream porn. And for guys, you'll get real sized cocks as well. Not every man's got a big ass dick. A big selling point, for me, in regards to ethical porn, is real pleasure for women. Like, it's not fake. You can see I've worked with an ethical porn site and, yeah, I love the ethos. I love the sort of idea behind showing real pleasure. Women enjoying sex, not having this pained look on their face or forcing a smile. You know, you can see it's genuine pleasure that they're experiencing or you'd like to believe. As mentioned before, a third of women watch porn. So ethical porn attempts to cater for that a bit more. Offering scenes that aren't based purely around the man ejaculating, you know, because let's be real. When we watch mainstream porn, like, yeah, all right, you might see a bit of squirt, you might see a, a fake orgasm or whatever here and there. But ultimately, the money shot, as they call it, is all about the dude coming. And then that's kind of like the end of the scene. So with ethical porn, it, it kind of moves away from necessarily focusing on the male gaze and um, does for women. I think some of the... Standards that ethical porn adheres to, summarised, include performers and filmmakers getting paid fairly. It's usually not free, so to get ethical porn, you usually have to subscribe to a site. It shows real sexual pleasure, believable sexual pleasure. It shows diversity across body size, race, sexuality, as I said, age, ability, all that kind of stuff. And everything is consensual. Consent is such a huge part of it. And even though you'd like to believe that mainstream porn kind of covers those areas in that people have signed up for these things, I don't know. Sometimes it is debatable. Yeah, I think ethical porn is definitely, it's going to increase. I think ethical porn is going to keep growing and growing and growing. Men and women can enjoy it. It's not like, oh, it's just for women. If you are looking for some ethical porn, if you're thinking, all right, you're babbling on about this stuff, show me where I can watch some. Let me know where I can view it. How do I get on this ethical porn wave? I'm here for y'all. I would recommend, well, there's plenty out there, but three that I would recommend is maybe a good starting point. The first one would be frolicme.com. So this is a site that basically contains original content for adults only. It's created and produced in-house. So everything you see there is all owned by Frolic Me. Yeah, and it's designed for men and women and couples. Another one would be lustcinema.com. You've probably heard of Erica Lust. This is her thing. It's ethical porn. It explores intimacy, diversity and femininity. The aim, I think, of lustcinema.com is to change the way society perceives sex. 
And uh, yeah, just gives people the opportunity to enjoy sex positive experiences without feeling guilty. Lustry.com is the third one I'm going to recommend. Basically the home of real life partners. So this is like couples basically filming their sex lives behind closed doors. Yeah, it's just authentic. It's consensual. And it just shows the joy of like real coupled pleasure so if you're someone that likes to watch couples then lustry.com could be for you so that's frolicme.com lustcinema.com and lustry.com all the links will be in the description box most ethical porn is available behind paywalls on paid for sites because obviously it's people have paid fairly as i said before so to watch it obviously you have to pay as well but it's worth it if you want to watch some good porn and uh enjoy i guess real sex then it's worth putting your coins where your mouth is so to speak or where your hands are even so yeah however you prefer to engage in porn I would just say, just make sure that you're paying attention to the company you're supporting. So I'm not trying to divert anybody away from the big sites. If that's what you watch, that's what you enjoy, that's what you do. You know what? Do you, boo? I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just saying it's worth thinking a little bit about what's actually happening behind the scenes. Maybe expanding your horizons a little bit. Do a bit of digging. Do a little bit of understanding. If you don't like what you see, expand your horizons. If you're happy with what you see, stay where you are. Like I said, I'm not here to tell anybody to do anything. I'm just letting you know what's available. So yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. That was a lot about porn. I feel like there's so much more, but I don't want to drone on too long. I like to keep these podcast episodes short and sweet, but porn is definitely something I'm, I'm going to revisit. Definitely going to look at the kind of connection between that 35 to 49 bracket of men that indulge mostly in porn have a look at things like that so yeah there's definitely more to talk about porn but yeah go and check out some ethical porn and happy wanking i guess i hope you've enjoyed this episode of hit the clock please feel free to like subscribe and share on apple podcasts acast and or spotify i am cheryl and you can find me on instagram and twitter at cheryl's world that's s-h-e-r-r-y-l-s world if you do have something to say or you simply want to add something to this episode, please feel free to hit me up. I'm good for it. On the socials, or use the hashtag HTCPod. It would be great to hear from you. Until next week, peace.